through all the different trainings that I've gone through, scream-free parenting, my own life, mindset coaching, parenting coaching, life, the, just the process of figuring this thing out called parenting. There is one thing that I often err towards, and I'm often thinking about it, but I'm also thinking about how to balance it because too much of it can create a relationship where you don't have what you want, but then too little of it is going to down the road make you go into a place that you can't get back and or you can get back, but it's going to take 10 times more work than if you had started and did it over daily. What I'm talking about here is the relationship with my kids. As a dad, I think one thing that we don't want to bring from the last 50 years of being dad is that we are just this person in the house that provides, keeps the house in order, does these jobs, does all these odd and ends, but doesn't have a relationship with his kids. It is not just a thing for moms. It is a thing for dads. And I'm convinced. Now, I am still in the early stages and I haven't experienced this, but I'm convinced that teenagers, when they go into this rebellious stage of forcing every discussion to turn into an argument, that comes from the lack of having a relationship with them. Because almost all the times when I've talked to people about teenage kids, it's almost the opposite feeling that they're looking for. So if they're pushing you away, they're actually looking for you to connect. This is just how they're connecting because this is how they're trying to draw their boundaries. So when I think of everything that I'm doing with my oldest daughter with bedtime talk, my seven-year-old just by playing trains and having conversation and doing different things together, or my youngest daughter where I'm consistently showing up when she's feeling sad, when she's having a hard emotion, or when she just needs to have fun. Those moments where I connect with them to be in their world create something that we often know in business, but we really struggle to apply at home, and that is trust. Because if you have trust in your organization, if your team members, if you are a supervisor or a manager, have trust in you, the ability to achieve the objectives that you're looking to get after are that much easier. But if you don't have trust, everything becomes harder. They question everything you say, and it just becomes this battle that you have to go to work every day for. But coming home, that trust isn't something we think about, and it isn't something that seems straightforward to even create. There are so many times when I'm trying to figure out something, when I'm trying to just acknowledge what maybe the chaos that is going on, I'm often thinking about the relationship. Because when I think about disciplining, when I used to have to, when I used to struggle with screaming and not know how to take a different course there are days where I do scream because I've lost control, I'm really overwhelmed, and I do lose it. I am not a complete scream-free parent, but I understand the process of becoming a scream-free parent. And that process is one where recognizing that no amount of screaming is worth the damage that can happen to the relationship with your kids. Because screaming is one of those that it triggers the fear mechanism inside them, and I never intentionally want them to fear me. Now, there are lines of thinking. There are dads out there that will tell you that fear is a healthy thing. You want them to fear you. You want them to fear because you'd rather have them be fearful of you than to learn it out in the real world. Now, there is some truth to that. I'm not going to deny that because I only think about this when it comes to fear 
is problem solving. There's a moment that I consistently do quite often is where my kids are melting down. And there are certain moments that I kind of pick, depending on what's going on, where I don't rush to their aid. Now, some parents and some people out there might think, wow, Ben, how can you do that? They're crying. They need your help. But to me, there is a moment where I want them to kind of feel on their own what they have to feel. And I'll eventually get over there and I'll eventually help them through whatever they need to. But part of me wants them to understand how to grow through it on their own. It's kind of the helicopter moment as well in a very micro moment where if you rush in to save them every single time, not that you're rushing in to protect them, but in the other angle is rushing in to save them every time they have a problem, you are teaching them that they need something from the outside world to get through this. And That doesn't create a strong, stable adult because we're not raising kids, we're raising adults. So as an adult, you don't have someone that can swoop in every five minutes when you are feeling sad or frustrated or when your manager or a coworker said something that upset you. You have to learn to grow through this. And part of what I'm trying to do with my kids, again, they're really young, so I understand this idea, but seeing how it's going to unfold isn't necessarily something I have the full visibility to, but I trust the process of what this is doing. And that not rushing in is also creating that space for where they have to deal with that fear on their own for a little bit, and then they get through. Or something else that I've been looking at trying to incorporate is how can they leverage the people around them? How can her brother, like say if it's my youngest daughter, who's usually the one that maybe is more hurt more often, is how can she leverage her brother and sister? How can her brother and sister leverage being the person that helps her? How can they create a strong relationship of, Mom and dad don't always have to be there. We can solve a lot of these problems on our own. I mean, within that context, that sounds really good. So, But it all circles back to the relationship with my kids is the one that is the most important. Because to me, I want that relationship that they can always come to me. That there isn't this fear, like I said, that they're going to fear me getting mad. They're going to fear getting me upset. They're going to trust that they can bring anything in the world to me. Because to me, the one thing that scares me the most is I have yet to reach the ages where the real life problems kick in. I absolutely 100% want them to feel that they have a relationship with their dad, that they can come back and come home at no matter what stage of their life and ask for help. And to me, the relationship that we set up with our kids between zero and 10 creates that foundation for the relationship we have with them the rest of our lives. Recently, I made a switch in some of my marketing messages and talking about generational trauma and that part of what I do with my coaching is identifying where is generational trauma showing up, whether that be in a really horrible relationship with your dad or whether it be showing up with a really horrible relationship with your mom, maybe. Generational trauma begins and ends with these types of conversations of how are you creating a relationship with your kids? Because... Right here, for the last seven minutes, I've been talking about the positive end of the relationship with your kids. But depending on how you're showing up, depending on the words that you're using to show up in their life, you might actually be creating a negative relationship with your kids, one that they no longer have a comfortable state with and one that they actually have to invest time, energy, and resources in to overcome because they can't break free of the negative relationship they had with your words, with your emotions, and the way you conducted yourself on an everyday basis. That relationship is the single most important thing to me that I always keep in the back of my head. If there is one thing, like I said, one thing 
that I always have focused on fatherhood and things that I'll let go because it's not worth the relationship with my kids in the future. Because everything right now between zero and 10, it's not that big of a deal. And honestly, within 30 to 45 seconds, sometimes they can completely forget about it and already back to, hey, dad, I love you again. Those moments were cashing in for something that doesn't have the ROI in the future. To try to correct them for saying something really mean, I don't always do that because the relationship is more important. And I'm not always trying to be the bad guy. I want them to understand that I'm not the judge, jury, and executioner of their life. So long-winded episode, but I feel like this fundamental long-range North Star with the relationship with your kids is super important. And as I've talked to so many dads at so many different stages of their life, the relationship with their kids is the one thing that looking back when you have those older seasons dads that have grandkids maybe or their kids are already in school or in their 20s, those moments come back to the relationship with their kids and reminding themselves the best way to invest in the relationship with your kids is remembering that your kids, no matter what age, remember and will always spell love, T-I-M-E. That is all I have for you today on this Monday, January 10th. Have a great day, and I will be back with you guys again tomorrow.